0: Alright, I'm going to start today's episode with something that has, presumably on the surface, nothing to do with copywriting. It wasn't intended to have anything to do with copywriting. And yet, it addressed and got to the heart of one of the biggest debates in copywriting, specifically around... Around like direct response versus more image-based advertising. It's that whole long copy versus short copy debate. And honestly, I think that this is one of the best answers I've ever heard to why long copy sells more than short copy. Um, so let's actually let's dive in here. Um, we're going to start with a, a quote that I heard this weekend from a high school senior. So I was at this, um, I was at this open house, this academy day for the international baccalaureate program that's that's local here in Lincoln, Nebraska. I have a son in eighth grade and a son in sixth grade, and both of them are considering um, the application process to be a part of this this unique program inside one of the local high schools. And um, as part of the curriculum of this program, one of the things that the students have to do is they have to write these 4,000-word essays, which, you know, to me at this point, I've written 12,000-word sales letters, et cetera, like it's, 4,000 words doesn't feel like that much to me, but to to a high schooler, and to me when I was in high school, that feels like just this insane task, right? Like, how could you write 4,000 words about anything? And one of the seniors there was, was speaking, talking about this, um, you know, and talking to parents who were helping their kids make the decision about going through this program. And what she said was, when you're really passionate about something, no word limit would be enough when you're really passionate about something, no word limit would be enough. And that was from Jenna. And I told her afterwards, I was like, I really like, I wrote this down. I really appreciate that. I, you know, she probably thought I was crazy. <laughs> but um, it, like for me, it was one of those things where I wrote it down and it just makes total sense. And it's it's huge as far as the the response to this, like why long copy in test after test Outperforms short copy. If you have any kind of offer where your uh, you have, uh, we're really um, there is a there's a passionate audience around the offer where the offer is maybe a little bit more complex. The value proposition is more complex when it's more than just toilet paper. <laughs> Uh, Long copy almost always works, and even when you look at something like Trader Joe's, the Trader Joe's Grocery Catalog is full of what is considered extremely long copy for groceries. I mean, mostly copy for groceries is you get this box of noodles for, you know, $1.25, right? But Trader Joe's will tell you about the origin of the noodles and the the fields where the wheat is grown and the farmer's lifestyle that leads to the delicious wheat and etc, right? And, um, and what that's speaking to is is the passion that some people have for food. And when you're really passionate about something, you know, giving credit to Jenna here, no word limit would be enough. So in copywriting, you want to speak to the passionate core. You want to write your copy to the passionate core of your audience. And the, the truth about the passionate core of any audience is they want to know more like no uh, no amount of copy is enough for the passionate core of any audience. You, you take somebody who gets passionate about a subject and they're going to dive, they're going to watch your hour-long VSL and they're going to watch somebody else's hour-long VSL and they're going to watch somebody else's hour-long VSL because their attention is fueled by that passion. And so when you're speaking to that passionate core, when you're speaking to those people who are excited, well, of course, like they they're going to want to know more and if you if you don't write enough to the passionate core they won't buy from you because they feel like you did not put the effort and attention into it that they desire you didn't give them enough information to make their decision now um i'm probably best known in the marketing space for writing the Titans of Direct Response letter back, at this point, it feels like history at this point, uh, but but there was a great quote that came out of this. Uh, Brian Kurtz on stage at Titans was talking about the sales letter and, uh, he said, you know, some of the criticism he saw online was people saying things like, I don't know if I'll go. I don't know if I have time to read all that copy. I think the sales letter itself ended up being like 56 pages, a really, really, really long piece of copy uh, to to sell attendance of a of a three-day marketing event what Brian said, and Brian has built a company. Uh, Brian worked to build boardroom Inc up to over 150 million dollars a year working with many of the best copywriters, consistently putting long copy in the mail on TV, etc. He said there's no copy that's too long, there's no copy that's too short. There's just copy that's too boring and this doesn't get read and doesn't get responded to. And um, and the thing is, like there's there's a lot of little lessons in this. you know, if it's too boring, Yes, if you don't appeal to the passionate core, if you don't uh, convey the excitement of the message, then the longer your copy is, the, the worse it's going to seem. If you don't write things that are interesting, if you don't write things from a place of passion and excitement about the subject, even if it's passion and excitement that you have to dig up because you are a contract copywriter coming in and writing about something that you know maybe would not be your first choice, if you don't find that energy, then you're not going to have success. But for example, with Titans, like I was I was completely flabbergasted that I had the opportunity to write about my heroes who were coming together as part of this event. Through Brian Kurtz's uh inspiration, in memoriam of uh of Marty Edelston, who founded Boardroom and who was a personal friend and client of many of these copywriters and marketers that came together i was excited i had the passion to talk about all of them and i shared that passion with brian and because brian and i shared a similar passion for these people a similar excitement for these people it was easy then for me to write in a voice that paris lempropoulos could not even tell was not brian's voice you know i listened to brian's stories I asked Brian questions about how all the people were coming together and I found Brian's passion and I conveyed it through that letter. And um, because, because I was passionate about it, Brian was passionate about it, and the audience was passionate about it too, for those people that found that passion, that had that passion, no word limit would be enough, right? Now, in this context, we do often hear Um, And we often see scientific research saying that there is a shortening attention span, Um, that today people pay less attention to each individual item, that their attention flips back and forth between thing after thing after thing. And yes, (laughs) that's very much the case. Like I'm sitting here, I have my phone next to me. I probably shouldn't, but you know, there's going to be a whole bunch, there's probably hundreds of notifications that come up on that phone throughout the day. Uh, If you're sitting on your computer, there's all these different notifications that can pop up on your screen in front of you if you don't control those things. You go to different websites and they want to give you notifications, and you have to tell them, no, I don't want notifications, and you have to tell them over and over again. Right? So science says that all of these stimulus that we are presented with on a daily basis through our technology is decreasing our average attention span given to any given subject. Uh, but the reality is like, um, even in light of all of this, we do feel uh, overwhelmingly bored. Um, and all of this stimulation, when we choose to respond to it, um, what we are looking for is, is um, you know, what I've called the dopamine deluge. When you're infinitely scrolling Facebook, uh, part of what's happening is your brain's dopamine system. Is giving you um, little feelings of reward for discovering what the next thing is, and the next thing, is and the next thing. Is that infinite scroll system is giving you this, like, uh, this, this, this constant reinforcement that yes, you should keep scrolling, you should keep looking at the next thing, and the next thing, and the next thing. You should be excited about what comes next because our uh, our dopamine circuit is designed to help us chase new things. That said. All of that said, that when we find find the things that are exciting to us that hold our passion, our attention span continues to be at a very high level. It it, it allows us to, to maintain attention on things that we find interesting. So that becomes your job as the copywriter, right? So somebody is... You know, accused of having a short attention span because during the afternoon, when they're bored at work, they skip through Facebook and TikTok and whatever, and they're infinite scrolling and they're going from short to short to short, etc. But then that same person gets home, and they find the the um, the show that they're in the middle of binge watching, and they proceed to watch three, four, five hours straight of a single narrative TV show. And so they supposedly have this shortening attention span, but because that narrative TV show gives them the same type of dopamine deluge of expectation and reward of discovering what's coming next, that narrative TV show holds their attention. It holds their attention throughout. And so in the context of copywriting, you know, Dan Kennedy talks about the message, the market, the medium in his famous magnetic marketing speech this is one way that you can think about this like in the context of long copy selling more um, what is the most interesting message you are going to put in front of them that's that's typically what we think about most as a copywriter is like okay so i'm gonna write this long copy and the message has to be really on point for someone to to buy from me right And that's absolutely true. Like, that's still true and that's going to be true and that that message can give them a sense of like, oh, they're discovering this way to get what they want. They're discovering this way to solve a problem. They're discovering this way to achieve this this outcome or pursue this opportunity. They're discovering something. Like, there's, there's an interesting message that they are being pulled into through the copy. And that needs to absolutely be on point. But in the context of this, like, how is your market already engaging? So for example, you know, at this point, I am very much an audiobook person and much less a, a written book person. Uh, part of it is because of busy schedule, part of it's because of ADHD. Like I sit, I've, I've always read books very slowly when I've read them and it's like I, I read and then I have to reread and then I process and all of that and a lot of that is, you know, it's, it's fine, I've read a ton of books that way. But uh, now at this point, I I listen to just an insane number of audiobooks uh, from the library through Audible, etc. Like I'm I'm engaging in lots of different ways. And if you wanted to engage me, the audio medium works particularly well. Um, if your audience is you know at one particular age or another, they may engage with different mediums. They may engage in different ways. They may engage with written. They may engage with audiovisual they may engage you know with with pure video pure audio right so you ask how is your market already engaging um in in order to make sure that you are able to hold their attention and speak to their passion so you know people say long copy doesn't work with younger people that's not necessarily true but it may have to look different it should be based more on how they're engaging not based on how you want to deliver it and then focus on how you can maximize the medium. So, like video, uh, choosing the medium of video so you could control the delivery of a sales message was an extremely powerful thing that made VSLs work very well. And then, uh, and then more. Um, marketers with deeper pockets, basically, were able to then say, well, if a video sales letter works well, what if we do something a little bit different? What if we make it more like a news broadcast? What if we make it something like that? Okay, that works really well too. Like do talking heads, do interview style, do uh, documentary style, right? And so focus on ways that you can maximize the medium. But again, again, you want to make sure that you are not forgetting that you are speaking to that core passion, right? And so when you do all of that, when you speak to the passionate core, um, and 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 you convey your passion, right? You're going to be able to hold their attention long beyond what the um, what the people who are 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 claiming the death of the attention span um, would would assume that you could do. But you do always need to do it in that context of understanding, yes, the message is important. Like what's the market going to engage with? How can I do that? How can I maximize the medium that I'm using to deliver the message? And so my call to action for you today, think about how you can use this. Um, Think about how you can be inspired by Jenna's quote to find the passion Not just like in her case, it was the passion required to write 4,000 words, but um, it's also the what makes the the writing readable. What makes 4,000 or 5,000 or 10,000 words readable is that passion and excitement and the interest that you find as the person who writes it. And don't forget to like and subscribe if you're a copywriter, if you're a marketer. If you want more content like this delivered to you, you can like and subscribe here. You can also uh, go to BreakthroughMarketingSecrets.com to sign up for my daily emails. And actually, you know what? Skip that going to Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Find the first link in the description and claim your spot on my Black Friday 2022 waitlist. If you want to write long copy that sells, what you're going to get as part of my Black Friday 2022 deal is absolutely on point with what will make you more successful as a copywriter. So um, that's my recommendation for you. Find that first link in the description. I'm Roy Fur. This is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. I do this every day, so I will see you again in tomorrow's episode. See you soon.